The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. Your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. And today we have two contenders here to show each other exactly who's boss. In one corner, Alex Raps, Alex Traps, Alex Slaps, and perhaps Alex Claps. Alex, <laughs> welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Hi, everybody. Uh, glad to be back. I uh, am in New Jersey. I'm an attorney. And if uh, my small children bust into the room, you'll know that I'm a mother of very young children. Gotcha. We've all <laughs> been there. In the other corner, don't be a griper, because this viper will pick you off like a sniper through a windshield wiper. It's Anna Piper. Anna, welcome back to the show. Remind the folks at home a little bit about you. Oh, my God. Every time. It's hysterical. Uh, I'm Anna Piper. I just recently moved to the greater Seattle area and just about to start life after sort of retirement. Nice. Adam, what's the name of that really cool donut shop in there? Was it like Voodoo Donuts or something? Uh, Voodoo. Have you been there yet? Voodoo Donuts? No, because I thought that was in Portland. It originated in Portland. I'd be surprised oh. if it hasn't reached I Seattle. Think, right I think now. there is one up in Seattle. Our our cousin used to live there and she had she had places she took us to. I think it was like that or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's a blazing that's, bagels. That's though. what I was thinking of. Go to bagels. a blazing. Oh yeah, love blazing bagels in Seattle. All right, I'll write that down. All right, folks. So let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of ten questions in different pop culture categories, focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get started, I, of course, want to know Alex and Anne just a little bit better. And uh, since I had such sweet rhymes earlier, uh, I want you to tell me, what is your favorite 90s rap song? Let's go with Mighty Good Man by Salt and Pepper. What a man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Alex? I, th- I think I'm. I think I'm still in the '90s. If I go with uh, some early Eminem, like he was still the '90s. I mean, right? if, you, if, 90s? You, if you go with uh, my name is that's '99. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, I'm going with. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so very cool. Very different styles. We have kind of early '90s and very late '90s here, so it's going to be. It's a little bit hard to kind of compare, but I can tell you this: I am a pretty big fan of Eminem. But I wasn't in 1999. I did not like him when he first came out, and so I really didn't like his early stuff. But I do like me some salt and pepper, especially on you know anything. A little bit of cumin, it'll be nice. Uh, so Anna's <laughs> gonna get to pick first in round one. Uh, Anna, 
what category would you like to start us out in? You can't tell me you don't like M and M's too, John. I, uh, <laughs> listen to me. I look route. like I I look like an M M&M, and M, especially with a yeah. bright blue shirt on. Let's start with news. Uh, all right, news and politics, and it's the eighties. I feel like it's been a while since we haven't started in the fifties. So, yeah. In nineteen eighty-one, what company released the Model Fifty-One Fifty, the first DOS compatible PC on the market? I can't remember the name of the computer companies from them. Uh, from then, excuse me. I'm just going to say Microsoft. I know that's not the answer. Microsoft is not the answer, unfortunately. Uh, Uh Alex, can you steal? A couple of early computer companies, but um, it's just going to be a guess. I'm going to go with Commodore. Commodore is also incorrect. Uh, The correct answer is IBM. IBM computers. That's what I thought. Yeah, darn it. That's all right. So kind of a freebie to start. And we are over to Alex. What category would you like? Literature. Mm-hmm. No, you have to no, say No, she did. <laughs> well, your literature question uh, is in the 90s. All right. What men's magazine launched in 1995? It is widely known for its photography of attractive actresses, singers, and female models whose careers are at their peak. It currently has a circulation of about 9 million readers and is sold in 75 countries. And this question was brought to us by Jackie LeFave. Thank you, Jackie. Maxim? Maxim is correct. I know I was an early Maxim reader. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Back over to Anna. How about TV? Okay. And it's the 70s. In a rush to leave with Joni, what character forgot to turn off the stove and his apron caught fire Burning down Arnold's drive-in on the TV show Happy Days. Chachi. Chachi is correct. Yeah, I was hoping that Joni Clue would help there. I don't know how many people were that into Happy Days. It was on Nick at Night when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Same. All right, we well, are back to Alex. Um, food. Right. Mm-hmm. A little food from the '60s. What dark chocolate-covered mint? launched in 1962, initially came in three variations. Famous for their green packaging and distinctive clock logo, these confections were individually wrapped and perfect for any evening. Until we got to clock logo, I thought I was on the right track, and now I'm, I, hmm. I can't get off the one, the one chocolate-covered mint thing that I'm thinking of, which is Andy's. Andy's is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? Is it after eight? After eight is correct. Good steal. That was a good one. All right. You got the steal, and you get to pick your next category. Oh, it's my turn. How about toys and games? How about them? And it's the 70s. It should be no surprise that Space Invaders was the highest grossing arcade game of 1979. The second highest grossing was was an Atari game named after what American sport? I have no idea. NASCAR? NASCAR is incorrect. Alex, can you steal? Baseball. Baseball is also incorrect. I tried to give a little bit of a hint by emphasizing the word American so you wouldn't confuse it with the European version of football. That's what I was looking for. But that's okay. I'll take the loss on that one. And I believe we are back to Alex. And left we've got movies, music, sports, fashion, and slang. Slang. Right. Slanging it from the 60s. 
not to be confused with our creepy-crawly insect friends, this two-word 60s slang is simply another name for a very popular German car model. Hey, just say that one more time so I make sure, sure I'm saying, using the exact right phrase. Sure. Not to be confused with our creepy-crawly insect friends, this two-word 60s slang is simply another name for a very popular German car model. Two-word phrase. Okay. I want to say just bug, but I guess I'm going to go punch buggy. Punch buggy. You know what? I will accept it. I will accept punch buggy because I did not specifically say rhyming phrase. Mm -hmm. I was looking for slug bug, but punch buggy is kind of the same thing. I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the, uh, I'm going to take it on that one. Yeah. All right. Back over to Anna. Let's do fashion. All right. I'm getting dressed up for some sixties. Sticking around the 60s, 70s time. The futuristic-looking geometric art from earlier in the century, like that of Piet Mondrian, excuse me, I knew I was going to mess that one up, inspired what French designer's popular Mondrian shift dresses of 1965? That's a really great question that I don't know the answer to. Chanel. Chanel is incorrect. Alex, can you steal? Got a couple... Could be a couple. Um, Diane von Furstenberg. Von Furstenberg, unfortunately, is incorrect. What was your other guess? Halston. No, that would have been that. Uh, this that was, was uh, Yves Saint Laurent. Okay. Yves Saint Laurent. And those were the the dresses with like the lines in them and kind of like the block colors and stuff like that. It looked exactly like yeah. like Mondar- uh, Mondrian's art specifically. Uh, all right, that's okay. And we've got sports, music, and movies left. Alex, which one do you want? Movies. Uh, And we are in the 70s. Yeah, we can't get much later. In which 1979 Clint Eastwood film set in San Francisco did Danny Glover make his theatrical film debut as an inmate? I have absolutely no idea if this is a Clint Eastwood movie at all, but... You say San Francisco and inmate, and all I want to say is Escape from Alcatraz. Escape from Alcatraz is correct. Great. Good job. Good. Yep. Very nicely done piecing that one together. Danny Glover, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, and we got music and sports. Let's do music. All right. Hey, it is not the 60s or 70s. It's the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Sam Cooke's 1959 album, tribute to the lady was a tribute to what legendary jazz vocalist who died later that year it opened with a cover of her 1941 hit god bless the child uh, i don't know uh, ella fitzgerald ella fitzgerald is incorrect alex can you steal billy holiday billy holiday is correct good job i've i've seen lady day sings the blues good stuff all right, that leaves sports for Alex. It does. Hey, and do we do get a 2000s question before the end of this first round? All right. When this player retired in 2001, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, Pedro Martinez, and John Smoltz had faced him over 330 times. Combined, those, pitcher, those pitchers struck out over 12,000 batters. But between them... They struck this player out only thrice. Who is he? Sports fans don't come after me because this is just baseball is not my thing. But um, Ken Griffey Jr. 
Ken Griffey Jr., I would not say is a bad guess. Good guess. That's a good guess. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? Probably not. I'll just say Mark McGuire. Mark McGuire, also from the era. Not necessarily a, a, a bad guess either, but unfortunately incorrect. Adam, you think you know this one? Well, I, I might. I, for some reason, I feel like I've get, been getting a whole bunch of like these memes and other posts, either on Facebook or other stuff, that talks about how amazing this hitter was in the 90s. I, my guess would have been Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn was who I was looking for. Okay. And honestly, I probably stole that off of one of those like yeah. memes. I yeah, did fact check it beforehand, but yes. Sure. Uh, all right. That is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? All right. We've got us a pretty good game here. Alex is in the lead with 40 and is not terribly far behind with 20. Anything can happen in round two. All right. Well, Anna got to pick first in round one. So, Alex, you're going to pick for Anna to start off round two. What category would you like to give her? I think she has to have sports. Sports. <laughs> I could have guessed that all by myself. She definitely wants it. From the 70s. 70 sports. The 1974 title fight between champion George Foreman and Muhammad Ali took place in the Democratic Republic of the Congo and became known by what nickname? I know and I can't remember. <laughs> I, 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 I do know, but I have, I, my memory is gone. I have been passed. All right, Alex, can you steal? Was that Rumble in the Jungle? Rumble in the Jungle is correct. And a couple other good ones, the Thrilla in Manila and some of the other ones and whatnot, but that's, yeah, that was the Congo one. Uh, All right. Well, Alex got to steal now. Anna, you got to give her a Uh, category. Music. (laughs) All right, we're just (laughs) going back to back. And it's the 60s. We're not going that much far. The Mamas and the Papas was a folk rock vocal group formed in Los Angeles which recorded and performed from 1965 to 1968. It always, by the way, it always amazes me, like, how these really famous groups from the 60s were actually only around for, like, three to five years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But their music is always timeless. The members included John and Michelle Phillips, Cass Elliot, and who? The only one of those four I could have given you was Cass Elliot, and that wasn't wasn't an option for me. So I'll pass. I I got nothing. All right. Anna, can you steal? Uh, no, I watched a, <laughs> more than one documentary about the mamas and the papas too, but not in recent history. So uh, I also have no clue. Uh, but the the VH1 behind the music uh, episode of the mamas and the papas was actually fantastic. If you watched that in the late '90s, early 2000s, it was good. I, I watched uh, every episode of that. In the- <laughs> yeah, it's such a good show. Uh, so the the only member I did not mention was Denny Doherty. That is a name or forgotten yeah. Denny Doherty. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I did pick the one out of all four who would be least likely to be known. Yes. And I don't know, maybe I did that on purpose. Uh, all right, Adam, I'm already lost. Who are we, who's picking? It's my uh, turn. I to believe. Pick. Yeah, oh, it was your turn to pick. Okay. Yeah, literature. I thought. I thought Wait, you oh, just no, picked for Alex. Yes, yeah, I'm Alex is picking my, for I'm you. <laughs> I've lost my mind. Jumping the <laughs> gun. Oh, for heaven's sake. See, Excuse it's me. not so easy, Anna. Everybody forgets. <laughs> I'm going to give Anna um, movies. All right. Movies for Anna. And it's the 80s. In which 1982 film sequel does someone state, quote, we're going to die and I'm wearing my mother's underwear? Grease 2. Grease 2 is correct. <laughs> nice. Wow. Nice. And I, oh, I like, I love that. I actually love that movie because I'm crazy and I don't like most movies, but I heard that earlier today. Oh, nice. That worked <laughs> that out funny. well. Yeah. 
All right, Anna, what do, what do you want to give to Alex? Literature. There you go. <laughs> You're consistent. And it's the 70s. What American children's novel about immortality, written by Natalie Babbitt in 1975, has sold over 5 million copies and has been called a classic of modern, of modern children's literature? Two feature films, released in 1981 and 2002, have been made. Oh, man. I'm between two of them, but I think... I think it's Tuck Everlasting. Tuck Everlasting is correct. We've had a lot of 70s. Yeah, time. oh yeah. Yeah, five of them so far. All right. So, Alex, we've got TV, toys and games, news and politics, fashion, slang and food left. What do you want to give to Anna? Toys and games. All right. Some toys and games. And it's the 2000s. Released in 2009, what cuddly stuffed animals were really huge sleep supports in disguise, held together by a simple Velcro slap, strap, then unleashed for maximum comfort. I feel, like I, can re- I feel like I can read that better if you need me to. I'm trying to... My kids are the right age to have possibly had these, so... <laughs> can you read it again, please? Sure. Released in 2009, what cuddly stuffed animals were really huge sleep supports in disguise, held together by a simple Velcro strap, and then unleashed for maximum comfort? I lied. I have no clue. I and I had a seven-year-old in two thousand and nine. I don't know. All right, Alex, can you steal? I don't even have a guess. I got absolutely nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, my I gotta say, one of my favorite things to do is to throw a toys question into the two thousands because I feel like, in, unless you had like kids of that age, like we don't think about toys. Games were as adults were more inclined to know about, but toys, I didn't even know this was a thing. Um, but apparently, it was pretty big. They were called pillow pets. Oh, I actually okay. do. I do know that for a strange reason. Somebody's that I know their husband was on steroids and went and hugged a pillow pit in the garage because the steroids <laughs> make <it> so <laughs> So, oh, that's awesome. Uh, all right, Anna, what do you want to give to Alex? I'm old. I gotta read this like this. Um, let's do slang. All right, the slang question is from the two thousands. In the 2000s, teenagers used this word to describe someone or something suspicious and not trustworthy, and not for someone who was good at drawing. Sketchy. Sketchy is correct. Uh, all right, what do you want to give to Anna? Um, food. All right. Everybody appreciate some food. But not how stale it's going to be from the 50s. Mm. <laughs> what cinnamon-flavored candy introduced in 1950 was invented by Bob Bourne after reworking Mike and Ike candy. Despite the name, there is no masa. Hot tamales? Hot tamales is correct. Oh, good. Yep. Adam's got to change his 50s food question now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we've got fashion and TV and news and politics. Uh, let's see fashion. Okay, fashion for Alex. And it's the 70s. With well-paid jobs and booming businesses in the early 70s, young men in the UK and America explored beyond the conventional social standards of dress. Due to the colorful nature of menswear, what this time period was described as the what revolution. It was named for a bird within the tribe, uh, Pavanini of the family... <laughs> Why did I do this to myself? Fasciandi, Fasciandi, 
where the males have extra extravagant plumage. I my only possible guess is peacock. Peacock is correct. <laughs> I feel like that question was unnecessarily wordy. I think you outdid yourself with the Latin, really. I did. <laughs> He did I'm just glad. With the I'm just glad. I'm just glad Will's not here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Alex. Looks like we've got TV and news. What do you want to give to Anna? What do you want to keep for yourself? Either. Um. I guess I will give Anna TV. Okay. Keeping her from. We know that was her first pick. Was news and politics. So keeping it for yourself. TV for Anna. And it's the 2000s. In the 2004 Nickelodeon series Drake and Josh. What was the relationship between the titular characters? Did they just become best friends? Were they stepbrothers? Stepbrothers is correct. Good hint. You know what's funny? I hate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen you. that show, and I have kids that are, are the right age to have watched it. I didn't think it would make a good hint, though. Yeah. Uh, all right. Looks like we've got news left for Alex. We do. And that decade is the 90s. I don't expect you to know how tall these twin buildings were when they were built in 1996 in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. FYI, it's 14, 1,483 feet, the tallest in the world at that point. Can you read it again, please? Sure. I don't expect you to know how tall these twin buildings were when they were built in 1996 in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. FYI, it's 1,483 feet, the tallest in the world at that point. I mean, I hear the hint, but I don't know exactly where the hint is sending me. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just going to take that the route. It, it wants to send me on and say um, the Patronus building. The Patronus building or the Patronus Towers is correct. Expecto Patronum. <laughs> That's, that was my best Harry Potter. Honestly, I think that was one of my better I loved hints. it. <laughs> Love that hint. Without that hint, forget it. No, no chance. So, all right, that is the end of round two. Adam, what is our score going into the final round? Yes, uh, Anna has kept from being doubled up. She has got fifty, but Alex is doing quite well with ninety. But hey, we have seen comebacks like this before. It could be very fun. All right, it's going to come down to the wagers and which questions go into the final round. Let's find out which ones those are. Alex, since you were in the lead, which category would you like to put into the final round? Literature. All right, and I dropped my dice. That's what I'm supposed to do, but I did it on accident, so I rerolled it. And it is the 2000s. All right, and Anna. Let's do TV. All right, TV is the 90s. All right. So based on 2000s literature and... 90s TV, go ahead and write down your bids. I'm done. All right. Here is your 2000s literature question. What Marvel mutant, whose real name is Ellie Fimister, was first introduced in August 2001 in the comic New X-Men number 115, created by Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely? She made her film debut in a 2016 Fox film and 90s TV. What American avant-garde sci-fi animated series aired on MTV from 1991 to 1995? Its title features a character, originally a ligature, representing a Latin diphthong. Well, just for the record, John, I don't hate you for that literature 
Marvel question. <laughs> I love you for that one. Uh, but I hope everyone out there also loves all the other shows on the BFOP network. And if you don't, try them again. Listen to every single one, every single episode. I guarantee you, you're going to like something in there. Uh, so go to BFOPnetwork.com and try all the good stuff on the BFOP network. Sure. <laughs> all right, let's find out. Uh, what y'all put, Alex, since you were in the lead, what were your answers to the questions? Oh, I have no idea. And ditto. <laughs> <laughs> no, not even, no, not even on the right planet with these two. But no. All right. Anna. Well, I'm with Alex, although I did just guess Harley Quinn for the uh, literature question. I have no clue what the other thing is. All right. Well, let's go to the answers. Adam, you're going to help me out with this one. Uh, for for the literature, what Marvel mutant was real, her, her real name was Ellie Femister. Uh That'd be from the awesome Deadpool movie. I believe that is Negasonic Teenage Warhead. That is Negasonic TJ Teenage Warhead. Okay, had you given me five million guesses? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, for '90s TV, the American avant-garde sci-fi animated series was Eon Flux. Oh, okay. Eon okay. Flux would had that had that combined A E letter yeah. at the beginning of it, which is what I was referring to. So apparently y'all picked out my hardest questions for the final round. Yes. So that really is gonna come down to how we uh, did for wagers. Uh, Anna, since you were behind, how much did you wager? Forty five. All right. Okay. And Alex. Twenty. All right, Adam. Mathematize us up and let us know what is the final score. All right. Mathematicians are complete. And with a final score of 70 to 5, Alex Claps is the winner of the day. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm Good sure job. Alex has never heard that joke ever uh, in her life. Well, no, I'm no. not here to be original, John. <laughs> it's nostalgic uh, podcast. We're doing stuff <laughs> from the past. Ladies, thank you so much uh, for being on. It was a lot of fun. Uh, having you on here. Uh, Alex, since you won, I'll let you have the last word. Anna, now is your time uh, to do any promotions or share uh, anything you like or promote any causes or whatever. As usual, I'll say go donate blood. If you can donate plasma, donate plasma. Okay. And Alex. Short and sweet. Love it. I love that. Yeah. I love love that. Love uh, donate to your local food banks too. Mm. But not blood. You know, food (laughs) products. (laughs) What is a vampire food bank? All right, folks. Well, thank you again to Alex and Anna. That's Adam and I'm John, and this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found.